And I, I think it's really great if you're healing from a broken heart because you're so used to kind of considering other people's uh, feelings other than your mm -hmm. own. And I think what, you know, once you put yourself first, good things can happen and good things can happen for your healing journey. And also good things happen for other people too. Yeah. I always say, you know, when you give yourself permission to have desires, have needs, have wants, when you give yourself permission to be honest about what you will and will not tolerate, you give other people permission to also have their own needs. Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Happy New Year, everybody! It's 2022! How exciting! Woo. I'm feeling have... 22! Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have a good feeling about this this year. I have a lot of anticipation yeah. for it. I mean, I really feel like 2021 just laid yeah. a lot of really great groundwork yeah. and foundation for so many things in my life. And I think this is going to be a great year. And I also yeah. think something's got to change with the pandemic for, for the better, finally. Yeah. Um, I think we thought we were going to see that a lot more last year than we did. And mm -hmm. so it's got to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Well, it's not interesting. You said that. I feel like it's, it. well, it, you're always interesting, Janice. But uh, like, <laughs> it's not the most it interesting topic after two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I haven't seen as many of those posts where it's like, I'm going to make 2022 my year. And um, mm. I think it's funny because it's like people are, are like, is it going to be my year? I don't know. Because who knows? But yeah, the expectations. I've, I'm feeling good about it too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, we 2021 was definitely a big year of like working super hard for both yeah. of us, but also <laughs> like growing this podcast. We launched our first episode on January 2nd, um, which is so crazy because uh, Spotify Wrapped does one from a podcaster's perspective. So we got our own little mm -hmm. like behind the scenes um, Spotify Wrapped of our stats and um and so we didn't get the one about people listening on New Year's Day, um, which other podcasters did because we hadn't even launched on the first, we launched on the second. So I'm excited to see how many of you guys are tuning in, starting the new year, New Year's Day, like perfectly. Honestly. Yeah, starting it with <laughs> us would be perfect. Starting <laughs> it with us is great. Yeah, so I hope you're listening to all the New Year's Day songs. I mean, there's Taylor Swift, obviously, but I'm also obsessed with that old U2 song, New Year's Day. Oh. Well, it's very good. It's a, a good, good idea. rolling song to start okay. the New Year with, so. And if yeah. you're listening to us in addition to those songs, it's an honor and thank yeah. you and happy New Year. Yeah, and it I'm still counts if here. it's just in January that you're listening. It so definitely still counts. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, if you're new, welcome. And if you've been with us on this journey the last year, thank you so much. Yeah. We really, really appreciate it. It's been overwhelming to find out that people not only listen, but that it makes a makes a difference. So Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just so it's it's in indescribable indescribable 
Um, yeah. Not undescribable. Indescribable. <laughs> um, now it's in my head. <laughs> now I'm speechless. <laughs> it's It makes me speechless. So thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah. And we'd also love to help you one-on-one, not just over the podcast. Um, if you're working on getting over your ex from last year or the year before, we do offer one-on-one coaching as well. Um, this episode is all about manifesting that new beginning. And one of the best ways to do that is with the accountability Mm -hmm. and the uh, confidence that a coach will help instill in you. So, yep. This is a, obviously a, the perfect time of year to get some extra support and make sure that you start the year off on the right foot. And that's also why we are doing this episode. So, are you really wanting 2022 to be the year that you finally kick your breakup and really, really open up this new chapter of your life? Well, there are a lot of ways that you can do that, that you might not have thought of. So we thought a fun New Year's episode would be to share some of our favorite manifesting tricks and practices that may help you to start designing a life you will love without your ex. Let's do it. All right. So we kind of come at law of attraction, maybe like from different um, experience levels, but I Mm -hmm. think we're both like very much like (sighs) manifesting works. We can't quantify it scientifically, but it just does like you Mm -hmm. talk to anyone who has become successful, whether it's in business, in life, in relationships, um, in just like overall fulfillment and happiness, Mm -hmm. like they are practicing these things, whether or not they call it law of attraction. Well, and the, what you just said, um, and and at the very last part of your sentence is that um, success and happiness, because I think that there are a lot of successful people out there who aren't happy still. And it's because maybe they don't believe as much in manifesting, but yeah, the ones who are successful and happy, that's why they're successful. And that's why, (laughs) why they are happy. Yeah. Yeah. So we have some basic beliefs about manifesting and healing. So number one, the words we use to talk about our breakup and our healing matter. They matter so much. Um, That's why we're constantly, if you've been a longtime listener, you know, we're always saying, let's reframe that. Let's change that thought to like, from a negative mindset to at least a progress mindset, even if you're Mm -hmm. not able to get fully into, I'm going to get over my ex. It can just be, I'm learning to get over my ex instead of I'm never going to get over my ex. Yeah. Or I can't or or I can't or yeah. So the words we use super matter. So especially for the folks who are, more in the moving on chapter of our podcast um that counts too so don't oh, yeah. don't say that the apps have no one good on there you're on there um and yeah. i think you're great so you yep. can't be the only one mm-hmm. um <laughs> so anyway the words we use matter i'll i'll step off of my soapbox for just a second <laughs> um and then also number two mindset is a practice that takes time we don't expect you to just wake up one day and believe everything we're saying, but we're going to keep 
saying it over and over yeah. again with full belief until you're there too. Mm -hmm. So especially if you're not used to living this way in yeah. quotes it, I can say from experience that this this is something that you got to practice over time before it sticks yeah and also like we we were raised by humans who probably didn't know much about this just chances are yeah it's likely um a lot of your formative experience was lack focused and mm -hmm. you know not um abundance focused like this all right. We also believe that visualizing what you want your life to look like is the first part in making it happen. And as far as visualizing goes, that is something that we will be talking a lot about on this episode. And the law of attraction works when we reprogram ourselves to be happy, no matter what the circumstances, at least most of the time, you know, you're allowed to have your bad days. Claire and I both do. You will be happy no matter what the circumstances that too is a practice and i'm just going to throw this in there's a lot of misconceptions about the law of attraction and please remember that the law of attraction is not actually about manifesting free cars or millions of dollars it's about having the feeling that you think these things will bring you and having this feeling most of the time okay i think a, a lot of people don't understand that but it's it's about happiness not the things yeah exactly um yeah the way i've heard it described is that you focus on the feeling that you will have so when yeah. whether or not you get to the goal mm -hmm. you kind of don't care anymore yeah, you're just exactly. like great mm -hmm. that happened but i was already i was already good you know yeah do so. what makes you feel good that's what abraham hicks is always saying and then do that some more and then do that some more so it. let's talk about how to put this into action to get your best year yet. Our first tip is to use affirmations. Affirmations help change the way you talk about your life. So this can really help you turn a corner with your healing. And it's also one of our favorite things to talk about on the show. And if you listen to us, you knew it was coming. So <laughs> here it is, affirmations. <laughs> So affirmations are positive messages about what you want your life to look like and feel like that you repeat daily in order to help your system start believing them. So they have to be phrased in a way that what you want has already happened, basically. Yeah. And I use affirmations typically as kind of a hybrid with reframing thoughts so when a client is having a thought that really bothers them that's keeping them stuck that's when we step in and we're like okay um what's something more positive um more like direction oriented that'll take us to where you want to be that you can still believe and the way we phrase it is is like an affirmation and i'm like okay when you have that other thought just make sure you add this affirmative thought mm -hmm. to the mix and so we're like sneaking affirmations in um and you don't have to just do it with that you can use them as part of your new year's like resolution yes you could even a chapter sort of thing exactly that? or i was gonna say you could put them on your vision board even there are so many ways to use affirmations we are not going to talk about them all today yeah i will say that sometimes i like to write four or five separate affirmations on separate index cards 
and say them out loud as part of my morning or evening meditation practices. I did this in the month of December. I I wanted to manifest clients. I had an expensive holiday I was paying for and I wanted <laughs> to have a happy holidays. And so I wrote an affirmation for each thing. Yeah. And I would say them at night kind of before bed and Oh, very effective. Um, and then also sometimes I select one for the week and I put it in my work area to keep me positive and, you know, on theme. Yeah. And if this is something that is kind of lighting you up, we do have several X-Files resources to help. And I would say now is the time to, to do this. It's the beginning of the year. Um, I would say dive in. So first of all, we've got episode 25, which is the healing power of affirmations. And then right after that in the feed, you will see a bonus episode or a, bo a bonus resource that is breakup affirmations. And then you will also find uh, that last year we did a 10 day no contact series. So if you're starting the new year with a new commitment to no contact, we have a 10 day series and it included a different affirmation for each day. So let's talk about vision boards. Okay. Yes. If we're going to have a New Year's episode talking about manifesting, it would be kind of hard to leave this out. Claire, do you use a vision board? So I haven't done like a physical paper vision board, um, mm -hmm. at least not in recent history. Um, but I kind of do something... I do a couple things. So number one is um, at least my computer desktop right now is basically a vision board. Oh. It's kind of more of an aesthetic of what I want, but I also, I switch out a quote, which kind of um, helps. You can combine the vision board and the affirmations. So every time I open up my computer and I see my desktop um, background, I right now it says stay inspired never stop creating and i know that's like so basic but you know creating <laughs> not, is mean... what makes me happy so that's like kind of what everything i do is based on being creative um whether it's with coaching or the podcast or writing you know it's all that's the driving force is the creativity that's so interesting because yeah. I want to say that's mine. And I, I just, I love, I love that. And you are very creative and I love yeah. what it brings to the show so much. Oh, and yeah, you. it's, it fascinates me that that's what, that's what lights you up. I yeah. like that. Thank Wait, you. For what, what lights you up? I mean, other than, I mean, obviously helping people like <laughs> that's in there too, but like I, mean, I yeah, do I it in this impact. way so mm -hmm. that, you know, impact yeah. happens because mm -hmm. I could have been like a nurse or something and not that nursing doesn't take creativity but my way of helping people right mm -hmm. now is really like taking up that huge part of me that loves creativity as well you know mm -hmm. yeah I think that it's creative is probably what keeps you going in all aspects of your work life from what I know about you yeah mm -hmm. Um, well, cool. So yeah, so I have um, desktop backgrounds. Um, I've in the past, I've used my phone as well, because I'm like always on my phone. So every time I open, you know, the lock screen or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like another reminder of an affirmation or like if I'm saving up for something, I'll have that as the background because it'll help me stay motivated and also 
you yes. know, less online shopping if the thing I'm saving for is right there before <laughs> I log into Amazon. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, Claire. So, That's awesome. Yeah, I like that idea yeah. a lot. I have a lot of other things as well, but um, yeah, tell us about your your vision boarding. Yeah, so I'm kind of fired up about vision boards uh, right now because, you know, I just finished a year with definitely my best vision board yet. That's a gorgeous piece of art, <laughs> and that was very <laughs> effective. So I just want to um, just kind of explain how I did it. Um, I think it really works to do what is going to be fun for you. Mm-hmm. But I came up with this concept last year and it just sort of came to me over time when I was approaching 2021, I knew I wanted to do it. We were just starting the podcast and I, I knew I wanted to call things in, but I could not get started with the, with physically doing it. And so it was well into January when it finally all came to me. Oh yeah. I remember and, that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I guess I needed to kind of get the lay of the land or, or something. Yeah. But, and so slowly through the month, I did it. And how I did it was, first of all, I would sit in meditation and not really think about the year ahead, but just kind of let things come to me. And then just various words just came. And as I went, I would write them down in my journal. I had things like books, glitter, you know, (laughs) X-Files, helping people, things like that. And then also different colors kept coming to me. So over time, I just kind of started having this visual concept. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I knew that I had gotten kind of to the end of all of the words. So then I put all of the words on different pieces of paper in my fancy hand lettering. Mm-hmm. And I created a collage with the words, just the words. So in my case, I wasn't using, you know, magazine cutouts of houses. If that works okay. for you, that's great. But this was a board that used the words. And then I love flowers. I'm such a flower person. I cut out a lot of pictures of flowers from magazines and I placed the flowers around the words. And in the end, it was such a visually appealing a vision board to look at and then I put it up in my room where I I cannot help but look at it you know 20 times a day and mm-hmm. I think that is was probably the key for me is that I would stop and look at it every single day through the day yeah and I got everything I wanted yeah. <laughs> like I say I've told you this Claire there was one thing that I put on my vision board last year that I put on there because I kind of felt like I had to because I was working on a project and I felt almost obligated to say that I wanted to call in success for this project Mm -hmm. but I had this little feeling in me yeah and um that was the one thing that I didn't end up uh manifesting was but other than that I had um great year and got everything on it nice Mm -hmm. so I encourage people to do it um, if it lights you up, if this is exciting to you to create something, then I, I say do it. Make sure that it's good to look at. Make sure that you do look at it um, and yeah, get creative and have, have fun. Sounds so good. this is another thing that I use for manifesting. I'll go through this pretty fast and it's called the I desire exercise and also living a desire led life. I probably will be doing events around this this year, which I'm excited about calling in. So do you find it hard to focus or do you find yourself getting distracted still with thoughts about your ex? 
If so, have you ever thought about learning to listen to your desire? About four years ago, as people know, I decided that it was time to rely on the wisdom inside of me. And once I did, it changed my life forever. So from what I eat each day to who I spend time with and what I do for work, I listen to my desire. Sometimes speaking our desires to someone else can feel easier than sitting alone and letting our intuition guide us. And sometimes it can feel more difficult. So regardless of what you think about what I just said, <laughs> the most important way that you can let your desire lead you is just to simply get used to working with it. So during one of my darker chapters in life, I learned the desire inventory. This is not something that I made up. I don't want anyone to <laughs> think I'm saying that. It was something that I learned through um, my involvement with orgasmic meditation. In this exercise, it's a journaling exercise where you just simply write out all your desires. It's kind of a, a what do you call it, Claire? Like a stream of consciousness almost? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I say, I do it for 15 minutes, but if I know that this is a big leap for some people who have never yeah. done it before. So I say for five minutes, you know, set a timer and just ask the universe for anything you want. So get out your journal and a pen and just write sentence after sentence that begins with, I desire, I desire, I desire, and then put something at the end. Mm -hmm. If you get stuck, then just keep on writing the word I desire. And I promise you, you'll have things start coming to you. Yeah. So it's important that you don't think about the practicalities of getting How? what you desire. Yeah. It's <laughs> only that you're giving yourself permission to ask for it. And I think that this is a good manifesting tool for the beginning of the year, because you can start to get in tune with what you want to, to ask for. And I, I think it's really great if you're healing from a broken heart, because you're so used to kind of considering other people's uh, feelings other than your mm -hmm. own. And I think what, you know, once you put yourself first, good things can happen and good things can happen for your healing journey. And also good things happen for other people too. Yeah. I always say, you know, when you give yourself permission to have desires, have needs, have wants, mm -hmm. when you give yourself permission to be honest about what you will and will not tolerate, you give other people permission to also have their own needs, to also be like, actually, this is a boundary for me. Um, actually, I would love to do this thing, you know, like mm -hmm. we are like the people we are around. So even by putting yourself first, even though we're kind of taught societally that it's, um, you know, a zero sum game that if I'm winning, someone else is losing. That's not the case at all. When mm -hmm. you're like, when you're living in your truth and you're like, yes, I want this and I want that for me, that gives someone else permission to also be like, yeah, actually, I have some things that I would like to do with my life as well, mm -hmm. you know, and everyone has different needs and wants. And so like your your goals or your desires are going to be different than someone else, someone yeah. else's like 
So just you achieving what you want doesn't mean that you're blocking someone else from achieving what they want. Yeah, and I think God, that's, that's a mindset thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like kind of the leading mindset in at least the U.S., um, hmm. you know, where it's like if someone's winning, then someone else is losing. But, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just sitting here thinking if I ever think that way. And I suppose, yes, to be, if I was a thousand percent honest um, and authentic, which I try to be on this show. And I think once in a while, I, I am friends and colleagues with a lot of coaches. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and I do think once in a while, I see other people, you know, killing it. And I, I, I guess, yeah, it does some once in a while kind of trigger some insecurity in me, you know, in yeah. the tiniest way. Like, well, why, why aren't I having that? Yeah. <laughs> but though probably people look at me and think the exact same thing. Cause I'm often killing it, but yeah, I guess that's the dynamic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, I wouldn't say I often do, but yeah, once in a while I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, keep an eye out for that and, yeah. um, you know, be gentle with yourself. If, if mm -hmm. that's like a fear around having desires and stuff, then let's work through that. So yes. Another way to manifest a new beginning in this new year is a new environment. So this is a great way to symbolically and also emotionally start a new chapter in your life is physically creating a new space. Um, when we change our surroundings, we change what we are used to seeing each day and our system begins to think that something new has happened that there is that there are new opportunities yeah. because there's new things around you and also a freshened up space just like feels really good anyway yeah. <laughs> um so in a lot of cases people end up moving towns and changing their living situation due to a breakup um like definitely if this is calling to you think it through really well i mean janice has definitely talked about mm -hmm. um like in the past doing things very spur of the moment especially yeah. with big moves mm -hmm. i mean and, i yeah and that was what i didn't i didn't move because the breakup required it um and mm -hmm. Um, so, and so, yes, that, that's not what we're talking about here. I'm saying like, if you, you need to move away because you're living with your ex or, um, you need to move town somehow at, because directly related to the breakup. Yes. But mm -hmm. please do not make a spontaneous move. Wait a while, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. There's no rush, but I say don't you know, keep living with your ex like that. No, go and do don't yeah, <laughs> but, get out. <laughs> um, like, trust me, I was living in Santa Barbara County. It is a very expensive place to live. And I started paying, you know, double the rent that I was before. Mm -hmm. And it was worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I had no money, but <laughs> it was mm -hmm. worth it. Um, I could not imagine trying to heal while living with an ex. No. Like that. Don't do it. You can still create a new environment even after you're staying put after a breakup. Um, here's some ideas. So get a roommate. That can be a great way to just like 
change your environment because even if you're staying put after your breakup like they're bringing new stuff into your space you're starting to create new memories um even though you're you know don't date your roommate but like have a have a platonic (laughs) roommate um (laughs) you know but you're still like making new like connections and friendships and they'll probably bring their own stuff and kind of change the dynamic of the space um or you can live alone for a while like i did that i love living alone now it was uh it was rough at first um but like wow i love it now so definitely highly recommend living alone if you can um Another way to change your environment is, you know, getting out of town, like doing those like weekend trips or week trips if you can, you know, if you have flexibility with your work, um, you know, getting getting into a new space, even just temporarily can just help remind you, okay, the world is big. Mm -hmm. Um, You can stay with a friend or a family member for a while, like whether it's a week or a month that can just like help bring you into a different kind of rhythm and environment yeah if it's a Um, positive opportunity i i think that this this could be good yeah but be careful who it is (laughs) yeah be careful who it is yeah um yeah that the friend or family member i mean friends are different but family for sure like you know uh be realistic about um, whether this will be the best thing for your mindset because sometimes family yeah. can just like say the darndest things <laughs> um <laughs> definitely and yeah. I think you know I've um we put this on the list very much you know if you have a, a someone you're really close with who you just want to go and pal around with and be near during this hard time because you think that's going to be yeah a, a positive force in your life yeah um, Yes, not don't just pick someone who's gonna let you crash just because they'll let you. Trust me. Yeah, and (laughs) then make it worse. Yeah, and then um, my top tip is always getting new bedding. If you do nothing else, you know the bedroom is just a, it's an intimate space you shared with someone, and I feel like it's good to like clean out that that energy and have fresh sheets um we gotta get some sheet sponsors i think for exiles and we will promote the hell out of you oh totally i like that tip (laughs) and then just a general redecoration of your space this this could be also a just a really good project to use to distract yourself right now and and that could, you know, put you in an entire new, new environment. So, you know, get out Pinterest and move your furniture around and start sprucing up the place. Another way to change your environment is changing up your morning routine so that you're, you know, doing different things in a new way in your space. Yeah. If you work from home or you know what? No, regardless of where you work, you can revamp your workspace because you spend a lot of time at work. So whatever that um, may mean for you, you know, sprucing it up, adding new things, decorating it, making it more enjoyable. Great way to change your environment. You could join a co-working space. That's obviously going to be a huge change of environment if, you know, you're um, someone who works from home. Mm -hmm. And finding a new restaurant or cafe to spend time in. 
I think it's really good to kind of have a local place where you hang out and people know you and you can, um, you know, go in the evenings or go for dinner and, you know, get out of your normal surroundings. So maybe pick a new place and kind of start spending time there. Yeah. And I have really, really, really loved having my new space this year. And I would definitely say that I've added some magic to it. So if someone is um, moving to a brand new space, I would love to hear from you. And I would love to work with you to make your own space magical. So please hit me up. That would be so exciting for me. And when it comes to changing your environment, whatever it is, just, um, really commit to it, Mm -hmm. Um, switch things up and you will really start to make a new chapter in your life. Great. So if you are ready to use 2022 to start a new chapter of your life, you could begin with manifesting visualizations. Visualization is often referred to as meditation. Um, It's a little bit different and it is a powerful way to create the new life that you want. There are many ways to use visualization to do this. So I'll share a couple of my personal practices. So first of all, in the morning, um, I would say most of the time, but not always, I sit in I use my meditation app and I just think about what I want my ideal day to look like. Sometimes I think about my ideal day in in general, kind of like visualizing what I want the future to look like. But often I think about that day and the things that I need or want to do and how I want everything to flow. And, you know, like even when I want to take my break and definitely how I want to feel while it's all happening. That's one way to do it. And then I started something in 2021 that was quite powerful. And that is what's called the workshop when it comes to law of attraction. And that would be at noon, I would stop and I would go to my meditation mat. And then I would visualize what I want my ideal future to look like, you know, the programs that I want to create, the things with X-Files that I want to happen, the things with my apartment that I want to happen, um, my, my impact, my social media numbers, just everything in my ideal future that I want. And I mean, it was like as big as I could possibly think. Mm-hmm. And that is really the point of this is that you don't set any limits on on this type of visualization you just think if i you know if i could have my biggest dreams come true what would it look like sometimes i would write this out in my journal and i have some really cool journal entries from when i was doing this daily and um yeah i would definitely recommend it to others it's you know fairly simple but i still think that people limit themselves from thinking big Yeah. And it's the beginning of the year. You've just, you know, healed from a breakup. This is the time to start calling in the life that you love. So yeah, don't put limits on it. It's like a, um, a a vision board, but just in your mind, I think we all (laughs) like work slightly differently. So maybe like listening to an affirmation track is like the way things work the best for you maybe visualizing is really really effective for some people maybe it helps to have like a physical board that you're looking at maybe writing it how it helps but maybe like all of it yeah all of it honestly though the more ways you can experience what you want mm-hmm. um the more your brain will start to 
um, accept it as possible. There's something called your reticular activating system, which is how your brain decides what to perceive. So there's, I'm not a numbers person, but there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots, like millions of bits of data basically in every second that you can perceive through your skin or your eyes or your ears and whatever, but your brain can only really process like 200 bits of it. So it's like 0.001% of reality that you're actually, your brain is allowing you to see because, you know, it's just too much. Um, And how it chooses is it um it makes assumptions based on your previous experience so um whatever you've experienced in the past it's like well that'll probably continue so we're gonna like make sure to let in information that supports our prior experiences and um it also uses your beliefs um so what you believe is literally what you're going to perceive But the great thing is, is you can retrain this because your brain doesn't really know the difference between when you are visualizing something in your head or imagining something happening. It it perceives that really as reality at the same time. So Mm -hmm. when you visualize something and you visualize what you want, even if you have no idea how you're going to get there, like that's not important. Don't worry about that. Just visualizing what you want, you're reticulating act reticular activating system starts to get new programming they're like well apparently this is possible because we just experienced it at lunch when we did our workshop um (laughs) even though it was just in your mind your the ras now is like okay we're gonna let in information that supports that new reality yes um yeah so it's it's really incredible but your beliefs change how you experience life so if you are putting in the work to change your beliefs things literally do change because I I mean it's it's just true we I mean we've experienced it you know and remember that to anything that's created is created twice the first time in someone's mind and then the second time physically Oh it my has God. to start in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way that anything is creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's an experiment, right, where um, you're walking down the street and you see someone you met at a party and um, you're like, oh, we had such a great conversation. Like, they'll totally remember me. So you wave and you say hi and they they just like, ignore it and they blow right past you okay so like based on your previous experiences in life you'll either think wow how rude they just ignored me i must have actually not had a good conversation with them they must have thought i was stupid or something Mm -hmm. um or you could be like oh they must be really busy and they didn't see me and so whatever like perception you have of an interaction is informed by what you believe about yourself Mm -hmm. so like that person yeah they could have very well not seen you yeah they could have very well ignored you but your experience of that interaction changes based on yeah and i suppose how personal you take it i mean yeah maybe they did did ignore you and you're just like well fuck it i don't care (laughs) yeah exactly you could be like they ignored me and i don't care (laughs) i wasn't the rude one (laughs) go on with your day yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so you know it's just like it's yeah 
you know, so you'll, you'll notice it. There's like people who get like really, really upset about things that maybe wouldn't ex upset you. And that's kind of, that's like a minor example of this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really cool. I love visualizations. So next up is setting daily and weekly intentions. So, um, intention setting, I, I think is, is really important. Um, we both listen to sex with Emily. It's like an amazing podcast. Go check it out. Um, if you want to free yourself, um, free yourself, free your, <laughs> your body and everything. Yes. I don't know, but basically, um, she's amazing. It's a really entertaining podcast, but what she does each time is she sets an intention for the podcast with the listener. And she also invites you to set your own intention. So, I think that's something really cool and powerful that she does. And, you know, it's, it's important because we can get like kind of stuck in the flow, like especially Janice and I, we have so much going on right now. So it really helps um, me to take a moment and like before I start working on a script or before I start recording be like okay i'm not just recording for recording sake like what's my intention and it's it's literally like a a two second thing and i do it in my head i don't even like really like pause but i'm like what's the intention okay i want someone to i want this podcast to give someone at least one action to take away mm -hmm. um you know it's kind of like I don't know, it's so habitual now that I don't even think about it. But like, I realized that not everyone approaches every interaction in their day like this. Yeah. How do you handle it, Janice? I mean, I wouldn't say that I go about setting intentions uh, uh, through my day as much as that. So I think that's that's really cool. I, I'm glad that you shared that for sure. Um, I keep on thinking that we need to set intentions at the beginning of our recordings maybe we yeah. can call that in this year yeah maybe we'll um, do that <laughs> one thing that I do I'm I kind of work weekly and most of the time on Sundays I take my Sunday evenings which is why I'm very very rarely doing anything on Sundays because I have nice. to have this in my life and I do the desire um, inventory for what I want out of my week and then so I talk I write for 15 minutes about what I want and then I go back and I read it and I kind of circle the big things that I really want for my week and then I write them on a piece of paper and put them in my workspace so I can see and it's yeah that. just intentions for my week um, and mm -hmm. it could be things I want to accomplish things ways I want to feel something I want to do for myself whatever comes to me when I'm doing the desire inventory nice. and then I I keep them somewhere where I can be reminded of them through the week I love that I need to start doing that <laughs> if it works for you <laughs> yeah yeah I'm very much I'm uh I haven't done a habit tracker before but Janice has got me got me on my first month of habit tracker um I so I'm it turns out it honestly, I've been doing it for three days and it I've stuck with it for three days, which is impressive for me because <laughs> I, I get these grand ideas of what I should do. And then, you know, I obviously don't not every time it'll be like, oh, like I forgot I was saying I was going to do that. And now it's been like a week <laughs> since the last time I read, you know, and that's why I do it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's so, right there. You can't, yeah. yeah you, so you can't forget. And I, I mean, ticking off those boxes just feels so good. Yeah. Cause <laughs> otherwise the days just go so fast. And then before I know it, I'm like, <laughs> it's been like two weeks since I called my parents or like, you know, and I'm not going to daily call my parents. But <laughs> I think like, is that on I there? should Damn. do it more than every couple weeks, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to let time slip by like that. So, but I do naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, so next one, creating a powerful morning routine. Mm-mm-mm. Like I love <laughs> morning routines. I am so, uh, so why is a morning routine so important for manifesting a new beginning? Well, it's because when we start the day off on a positive, happy, grounded foot, we take that energy with us into the day and we're more likely to stay connected in that energy. And when we stay connected to that energy, we allow more positive things to happen in our lives. It's kind of like, I don't know, it can go both ways. If you're in a bad mood, I'm almost like, how can I make my mood worse? How can I just like stay in this hole, (laughs) you know? But when I'm happy, I'm also like, let's stay happy. And you know, my choices and my mindset and everything flow from there. An object in motion stays in motion, right? Mm -hmm. So motion is in the right direction that you wanna go. Yes. Yeah, so it is very personal. So like a morning routine may be very different for different people. So while you may see a lot of social media posts that suggest a walk, a meditation, journaling, lemon water, gratitude (laughs) practice, Uh like that's not all of those are going to work for everyone. So Janice, what is in yours? So I am also someone who kind of lives and dies by their morning routine. I just... I really need to get grounded at the beginning of my day and especially Monday through Friday. I just can't even um, be, be effective at all if I don't do this. So I have a morning routine that is, I guess, kind of indulgent, which I definitely recommend, especially if you're going through a breakup. Yeah. But again, like this is what works for me. I am, I like to live indulgently. So starting my day off in that way, um, definitely works and it just carries on into all of my life. So what I do, I do wake up fairly early for someone who doesn't have to get to an office. And first of all, I start my morning routine the night before in that I get my drip coffee maker completely ready. So admittedly, I'm not using fresh, fresh water because then when I wake up in the morning, (laughs) I can just get into the kitchen and hit the button. And then, you know, put water on my face while my apartment, you know, fills with the wonderful aroma. Then I get my coffee ready and then I go back into my room and back into bed. And then I read for maybe 30 or 40 minutes or, and, or I kind of just sit there with my coffee and just kind of think, think about my day, think about things that are going on. But every single day, I always, always, always get back in bed with that coffee. So after I do that, I get dressed and then I go and I do my meditation. And then after my meditation practice, I go for a walk. I get outside every day before I start working. I go outside. Maybe not if it's no, definitely not. If it's raining, sometimes if it's snowing, I still get Mm. out. But if the roads are not safe, I don't. But we're (laughs) living in Denver. That's 
not an issue that often. We are very, very lucky here. Yeah. It's only yeah, like a handful of times a year that I can't get outside. And then I come back in from that. This is when I check my email and shower and have breakfast in kind of like an hour time slot. I kind of slowly do all of that. And then after everything, that's when I start work. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I wish my, my morning routine is, is not quite as consistently like that's more like my weekend routine, like my weekend morning routine. Mm -hmm. I have a lot more time. Um, but yeah, so for me, I wake up and my, I used to have like the Wi-Fi um, lights so I could just tell Alexa to turn on my lights, which really helps me like wake up because I also can't sleep if it's like light at all in my bedroom. So I have to have like the blackout curtains oh, and that makes okay. waking up hard. Um, so I, I end up like I turn the lights on to 50% and then a couple minutes later to 100%. So it kind of simulates the light rising in the sky but um so that's i need I like to that. figure that out because i got new wi-fi and they haven't worked since so I'm working on it but that's what i normally do and then i also i turn on a podcast and it's very Ooh. specific um yeah because i need something to start like to keep me in consciousness basically um and so it's usually like a mindset or or like productivity type podcast because it gets me into like the badass like boss babe mode and i know that term is like not cool anymore but oh come on um... if, it, if it resonates with you you know i know these things come and go as trends now it's yeah. like the anti-boss babe movement yeah, the anti-hustle like, but i'm like uh, that was actually working boss. for me yeah it's you but know whatever do I don't you know. <laughs> uh, you know do you uh like obviously do yeah be kind to others but do you yeah. um so yeah so that's what i do so i have my podcast going i get out of bed i make my matcha tea i stopped drinking coffee i even put my keurig like in the closet like it's oh. done um yeah so that has been amazing um so i drink i make my matcha drink my matcha um while listening to the podcast and then um once I've drank my matcha and everything, then I um, do this meditation. It's called Kirtan Kriya. I'm not okay. sure if I pronounced that right, but it's amazing. It's basically, it's kind of like a chanting meditation. I love Kirtan. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking um, for one in Denver. Oh my God. You, you do that in the morning. Yeah, so I, um. I was just doing it at any point during the day, and recently I've moved it to the morning so that I will be more consistent about doing it, and also because cool. it just feels amazing. Um, so I highly recommend looking up that meditation. It's perfect for someone who doesn't like just sitting in silence and not doing yeah. anything. I go mm -hmm. a little bit crazy. So this <laughs> gives you something to do like physically and verbally um and you're like keeping track of it it's like rhythmic yeah. um there's been a ton of research actually by the alzheimer's um association on specifically this type of meditation um it helps improve memory 
slow the onset of Alzheimer's. It's just like very scientifically backed up. Cool. So I'm doing it. If you're if you're <laughs> one of those people who's like meditation is so woo woo, like I'm a scientist. This is your meditation. Do it. Like I mean, it's all backed up by science. This one just happens to have a lot of like documentation behind it. If that's okay. your thing. So yeah, so that's what I do, and then um, and then I jumped on this podcast recording. <laughs> so <laughs> much yeah. shorter. Um, I'll be eating breakfast in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so I will actually go and walk after this. Is what yeah. I do on the mornings we record, um, because dear listener, we record a a bit early. Yeah. I would I would have yeah. to say I think people would be a little surprised to to hear about our schedule. Yeah. It's it's yeah. still quite early where we are. Yeah, certainly it was early when we started. <laughs> yeah, we're in the we're in the rising grind kind of. Yeah. Period yes. of our lives right now. So. I, and I embrace that about us. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and I just wanted to throw in um, a tip that I think I've mentioned on the show before, but I started sleeping with my blinds open yeah. recently. And that's because I am up high in my building. Um, I feel that, that I have privacy. I know that's yeah. not going to work for everybody. And so the sunlight, you know, is just coming straight in at me in the morning. And for me, I love that. It helps me. Yeah. It's very inspiring. It feels good. I enjoy it. And it makes it easier to get up. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's not going to work for everyone. But if this is something that's accessible yeah. to you, I, I love it. I cannot close these things. I, I got to have them open. Yeah. I mean, I would do that if I could sleep like when it was actually nighttime. You know, uh -huh. I love waking up to natural light. So yeah, you're gonna is get there, like Alexis a remote control blind that you can use in an apartment, oh, cool. like renter friendly remote control blinds. Anyone yeah. has an idea for me? Please let me know. That's gotta be out <laughs> there. That's gotta be out there. It's gotta. So, do you want to design a morning routine of your own? I work with clients on this, and it's kind of eye opening sometimes because I kind of find out that people aren't really sure where to start. So, two of my tips are: first of all, bring music into your morning routine somehow so claire is doing her chants which i which i think is really cool um or you could design a morning playlist you could put on upbeat music this is just you know one small and easy thing that you could start doing consistently that will kind of um it'll signal to your system that it's morning it'll get you in a good mood and like i said consistency is the key and then another thing that's easy and quickish is to just take five minutes to think about what you want your day to look like what you want your theme of the day to be what you want your intention to be just five minutes and again consistency so yeah. let us know how you go awesome all right up next cut all ties with your ex <laughs> we on, gotta guys. go there sorry everyone. <laughs> we gotta go there because we gotta remind you one more time many more times if you're ready for a fresh start, if you desire to have this year to be a powerful one and leave your ex in the past, have you cut all ties with them? Are you still in touch with them? Is the door still open? Do you look at old photos and messages? Are you looking at their social media? Are you seeing if they're looking at your social media? Like you have to leave this person in the past. You have to treat it like they literally don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, the new year could be a great time to finally delete all that shit. 
Yeah. Like, why are you taking, I don't want to sound frustrated, but like, why are you bringing this with you into another year? You know, I get off this episode and go and delete whatever you need to delete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like we know it's hard, but we're going to keep pushing it because it is, it it is very important to your healing and to moving into the future you can't really do that if you're just like clinging to the past so you know use this new year to make a new commitment to disconnecting from this person nothing will hold you back more than continuing to connect with your ex and that includes looking at messages and photos we have a ton of episodes to support you so um check out episode two no contact Episode four, so you want to get over your ex. Episode 11, social media after a breakup. And episode 15, 10 breakup commandments. Those are a few that, you know, especially if you're going through a weak moment, just like put one of those on. And sometimes that'll be like the motivation to, you know, get into a better headspace and and resist the urge to, or, or just have the urge just go away like I I find that's that's a thing sometimes you know like if you're if you're struggling with something put on something that's inspiring you to do what you actually want to do not just what you're being urged to do yeah um I mean if you follow any of what we're talking about in this episode I think that you'll you'll um maybe even quickly start to lose the urge to be in touch with this person and to go back and look because you're just gonna be high vibing and you know when you're high vibing you don't want to do things (laughs) that are gonna low vibe you (laughs) yeah so it really does create you know like this spiral effect chain reaction snowball so Mm. go and do it now yeah (laughs) manifesting a new chapter of your life if you're not really sure where to start you could focus on your health. So um, I don't want to do anything, you know, put anything out here that um, is restrictive or that's going to, you know, take a lot of discipline. But if you aren't really sure where to start, um, I would maybe just start here. When we feel good, it creates a chain reaction that allows for more good things to flow into our life. Focusing on health does not mean signing up for a new year new you program or doing anything drastic that isn't pleasurable Mm -hmm. it will vary from person to person but it could mean getting outside more increasing your water intake learning how to cook new dishes could be a great breakup thing to do or a daily stretching routine I mean I'm guessing that everyone has something related to their health that they'd like to put a little more focus and energy on I mean now is your chance I before I moved to the states I had kind of this, you know, one of probably the four spiritual awakenings that I've had in my life. Mm -hmm. And I decided to put focus on, on my health because I started walking and I just started feeling so good. And so then, you know, I started eating more salads. Then I started sleeping more Then I started having like kind of a crazy amount of water as soon as I would wake up in the morning because I it just it built on itself and Mm -hmm. I will say it led to a lot of clarity um I feel like the mind fog that I was experiencing for a long time went away I started realizing what it was that I want and like I said I I felt better I definitely had way more energy way more which was great and 
I don't really know how much I can get into this now, but I had been someone who was depressed often. <laughs> like I thought that depression was going to be, you know, like this lifelong challenge for me. And I have to say, when I started focusing on all of these things, it really went away. And when it comes up in my life still, it goes away faster. You know, I'm yeah. sure that there's science in there somewhere, but um, that, that's my experience with focusing on health or renewed focus on health. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to be the person who um, was like, if I'm not pushing myself super hard all the time, then I'm not trying and I'm not like worthy of success, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I had kind of a, like an awakening in my life. Um, I was coming out of a period of like super, super, just like a ton of emotional stress and everything. Um, and I actually ended up um, developing like a chronic pain condition, like an autoimmune disease um, and had to like for probably the first time be like, actually, no, we're not pushing ourselves today. Actually, I can't eat that because it's not just like, oh, my diet. It's like I'll literally be in serious pain tomorrow if mm -hmm. I if I eat that. Um, and it's uh, like it's very well managed now. Um, I like I feel when it's coming on and I can do the right things to kind of uh, stave it off and make it you know, duck its ugly head back down. But, you know, like I have a much different like perspective on health now, you know, before it was like, oh, like CrossFit, work hard, high intensity training, super fit, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, actually, my body's kind of tired today. I'm just going to do some stretching and that's going to serve me more long term than doing like an aerobic workout, even though an aerobic workout is like healthy and good for you. I'm like listening to my body more and being like, actually, no, that will that will hurt me <laughs> more mm -hmm. than um, than help me. And it's kind of like you know, focusing on health doesn't have to be like just kind of the typical things you hear. It can also mean actually listening more to your body yeah, instead of just pushing through all the time. That's a good um, way to put it. Yeah. So I, I wonder if I would have run into like the same health issues that I have if I had been more like less in a push through mindset and more in a listen to my body mindset. Well, now you are yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know, some, some exactly. we have to learn these lessons somehow. Exactly. So <laughs> we have to learn it somehow. All right. So coming up now, we've got another point. I think our final point. Yes. <laughs> Reclaim your weekends. Yeah. Woo. So a lot of times we, you know, we're working with people who have like a nine to five Monday through Friday. They kind of have like their weekday schedule there's things to do, there's distractions, um, you know, there's accountability and stuff. But then on the weekends, it's like spiral time because mm -hmm. like no accountability, you can like really indulge in those like less healthy habits. And um, 
you know, so reclaiming your weekends and making them your own again, um, especially transitioning out of a relationship where, you know, your weekends were majorly spent with this person. It was always a, co a conversation about what the two of you wanted to do. Well, now it's a conversation about what you want to do. So what do your weekends currently look like? If you're feeling like you need that new beginning after your breakup, starting to actually change your weekends to be more reflective of what you want is a great place to start. Yes. So, you know, like, are they relaxing, nourishing days that you look forward to and use to show love for yourself? Or are they memories of your ex and that you're alone and just like mm, mm. wallow? Um, so, you know, planning self-care into those days um, and filling up your cup can really be a major game changer so that you're, you know, you're not like catching up from the weekend during the week. Um, you're actually like filling your cup prior to the week yeah. and like moving into it with more sparkle in your life <laughs> and feeling like nice and fresh. So some ways you could revamp your weekends, get out for a walk or hit the gym after a nice like lay in. Yes, always um, sleep in. <laughs> always sleep in. Oh my gosh. I my parents always called it a lion and when I was little I thought it was like bra or lion. Oh, a lion. <laughs> so every Is that time English? I think about it I get well I guess so. They're English, so Right. That's th that would saying. make sense for why they I mean, mm, okay. I it's <laughs> like one of those things where I don't realize that it's not used in America until someone uses something different. I'm like, what about lion? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so yeah, so have a nice lion, rar, um, and then get out, get outside. It, like seriously, be near a tree. Find something green. Yeah, you know, or if you're in the desert, find something <laughs> kind of blue and red. I mean, I was raised <laughs> in the desert. There's lots of things you can do outside that are gorgeous, and I yeah. mean, even in the desert, um, you probably have a neighborhood park or something. That yeah, or, yeah. Um, and then pull a Janice. Enjoy your yeah. coffee and your books in bed before you get up and start moving around. So really luxuriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more ideas for. The weekend revamping your weekend take yourself on a solo date you know make a reservation get dressed up call an uber go out and do something special yeah. i think we might have to do an episode on this coming up here yeah at some point um i've gotten a lot of interest in this solo date thing in the past couple of weeks mm -hmm. so i'm glad that it's catching on another way to revamp your weekend this seems a little obvious but i don't think it is to a lot of people don't work don't respond to emails actually take the day off <laughs> yes i know that it's hard um yeah. you know I, this is something that claire and i really believe in we cheat once in a while well yeah i mean my weekend is sunday so i generally yeah. work on saturdays just i i think for me Sometimes That's I take right both now. days completely, completely off. And yeah. then if I do have work that I want, I don't use the word half. If I have work that I would, that I want or that mm -hmm. I prefer to do, I will try and put it all on one of the days so that I can still have the other day completely yeah. off. Yeah. Everyone, you need to give yourself a day to unplug. Yeah. If you have ever been burnt out, I would 
ask you if it's because you don't take full days off. Even having one work commitment on a day, really, it, it, it's not unplugging. Even if you just think that it's one thing, yeah, it's it, it, it it's a much different feeling from completely not having any commitments or anything that you have to deliver. Yeah. And then along those lines, yeah, limit commitments. And I even social, you know, like don't have obligations on your weekends. Yes, here and there, definitely. But just something to think about. Maybe start doing weekend day trips. There's so many things probably within just a couple hours of your house that you can go and do and have fun, you know, change of scenery like we were talking before. Some people may enjoy meal prepping on the weekend and find that that's very meditative and that it also helps you get prepared for your week. That's not going to resonate with everyone, but I know some people really get into that. Mm -hmm. And listen to your desire. What do you feel like doing? What is going to feel good to you on your day off? Mm -hmm. Take a few minutes, close your eyes and think about what you want to do and then do it. And I hope that that is a theme and a practice that everyone takes with them into this new chapter of your life, into the new year. Mm -hmm. And I wish you the best. We hope that these tips are helpful. And if you are looking to make this year the best year yet, and to make it one where you will finally be able to leave your breakup in the past, we wish you all the luck in the world. Like, seriously, it's so exciting to be doing a New Year's episode after being with our audience for a year. Yeah. And, like, really, we wish you all the best of luck. Let's make this happen. Seriously. This is our year. Let's do it. Yeah. We're here if you want extra support. You know where to find us. Yes. What did you think of our tips? Are you energized for the year ahead? If you love this episode, we would really, really appreciate it. If you would start the year off with some gratitude and paying it forward and leave us a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it really helps us. And if you don't have an Apple account and you don't have a friend who has an Apple account, <laughs> just follow us on Spotify. I guess that's fine. But, yes. you know, <laughs> share us in your Spotify stories. That also helps to get exposure for the show. And we yeah. really, truly appreciate everyone that left us reviews last year and everyone who's about to leave us a review after listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> and if you start using any of these like tactics for your new year tag us if you like have a post or a story about your new morning routine or your meditation practice you're starting please tag us we'd love to I would support love you that. and give you some uh give you some love on that post and yes so, please yeah awesome hey, well happy guys new year. happy very very happy new year we'll talk to your ears very soon and bye, bye. thank you for listening to x-files a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.